Roger Williams University is hosting a crisis management seminar on May 3rd at their Providence campus. Crises, whether a natural disaster, cyber attack, or financial instability, can have severe repercussions if not handled properly. This is where crisis management plays a pivotal role. Join Roger Williams' MBA students and expert speakers to learn how to prepare for the unexpected. The program is totally free and open to the public. You can register online at rwu.edu slash events slash crisis management symposium. This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Financial well-being is presented by Navigant Credit Union. As Rhode Island's first ever member-owned credit union, Navigant Credit Union has been a staple in the local business community for more than 108 years. Today, Navigant is a $3.4 billion institution serving more than 136,000 members across 25 physical branch locations. But since its founding in 1915, the mission has never changed. Navigant Credit Union's team of financial professionals have remained committed to improving the financial well-being of the families businesses, and communities they serve across Rhode Island. Learn more at NavigantCU.org. All right, welcome into Financial Wellbeing presented by Navigant Credit Union. This is the first iteration of a monthly series that we'll do that, I mean, it's pretty, the name is pretty right on the nose. Financial Wellbeing is something that from all age groups, maybe not infants, but certainly most people should be thinking about And we live in a time where there's a tremendous amount of economic uncertainty at every level. And so that preparation element, that sort of understanding of some of the tools uh, that are available to you, uh, you the listener, is it's a critical issue. And you can make an argument that this falls into a broader public health, mental health category, and really just a wellness conversation. Um, This is not necessarily going to be a series that focuses on, you know, Here's some tips on a a, a stock to invest in or anything like that, although we may touch on that. This is much broader, and I think something that I've heard a lot of feedback from different people uh, in in my professional life and personal life, it's an area that isn't addressed on a practical level. It sometimes gets too inside baseball or too simplified where you really can't take away anything that you can directly apply to your life. So. Um, that's that's really what this series is about. And again, we'll be doing it on a monthly basis. So, um, Kathy, I guess if you want to introduce yourself and we'll get it, we'll get it started. Sure. Thank you uh, again, Bill, for this opportunity. We're excited about the program. Uh, this my name is Kathy Orovitz. I'm the president and CEO here at Navigant Credit Union. Um, I've been a, a banker my whole career and uh, uh, grew up in sort of the community banking space. And roughly 15 years ago, uh, when I recognized, uh, you know, it was really, I love what I do, but when it came about delivering to shareholders and it became about profit and not about sort of the families and the households and, and staying true to why I got into the business is really when I started just to uh, seek other opportunities. And when I came into the credit union space, uh, I really connected again and I remembered why I got into the business. And so, uh, you know, plain and simple, Bill, our, our mission here is to improve the financial well-being. And I think your opening was perfect. It is about well-being. 
um, to all of our employees first and foremost, making sure they're they're stable and they're taken care of, they're educated at every level, and then obviously our members, businesses, and communities. Uh, we're very very passionate about that. Let's talk about Navigant and give us a little history on on Navigant Credit Union, which has expanded rapidly, um, or yeah. I shouldn't say rapidly because it hasn't been so rapid that it has lost its center, so to speak, in terms of ideologically. Um, talk about your, your history and where you, how you've gotten to where you are today. Sure. Uh, so uh, it's a great story. I mean, we, we, we're 108 years old. We started in 1915 in the basement of uh, Notre Dame Parish in Central Falls. And uh, the whole purpose, um, the, the uh, oldest credit union uh, in Rhode Island, and, and essentially the purpose of, of us being formed and created was to meet the needs at the time of the French immigrant community. Uh, and, and they had no, really essentially no access to financial services or banking. So I love the meaning behind the creation uh, of uh, Navigant Credit Union at the time, uh, you know, uh, called something else. The mission, however, you know, fast forward a hundred years Tim and I were talking about this, Tim Draper, who heads up community engagement. Uh, our mission has not wavered. Uh, we are 20, uh, 24 branches strong, and in each of the markets that we operate in, Bill, um, we make sure it's representative of that community and the demographic shift and what's relevant and what those needs are in that particular community. And uh, we hire accordingly, we service accordingly, and we're always evolving to make sure do we have the right tools to meet those community needs? Because at the end of the day, Rhode Island is small, but it is very diverse. And, uh, and I think that's exciting. And we're here to really make sure that we're, uh, we're doing the job to meet the needs of the varying communities. Yeah, and I loved how you referenced the different markets because it's so true that within Rhode Island, there are hyper localities that really are different markets. They have different uh, nuances in terms of their demographic makeup, in terms of their historical makeup, and just different attributes. In fact, you've just expanded down south in Rhode Island, <laughs> and some people will laugh at that notion of like, wait a minute, how big is the state? What, what do you mean down south? But it's a big deal, it is a big deal. as as a northern Rhode Island institution. Talk about now you're you're down south in beautiful westerly Rhode Island. Well, I, I love it. And, uh, you know, we can finally say that we are now from Woonsocket to Westerly, uh, you know, both endpoints uh, of the state. But this has been very deliberate, and you even referenced it earlier. We've had tremendous growth, but the way, but it's been controlled growth and a very deliberate expansion strategy. And uh, around that, you know, we've identified where the needs are across Rhode Island, where we could be a true uh, a, a nice alternative to meet those needs. But we've done it because they're high opportunity markets. It's where we can grow and meet the needs. And and our members are now made, are demanding, hey, I now work or I now uh, work in Westerly. I live in Northern Rhode Island. Are you considering adding additional branches or ATMs? Almost these convenience factors of touch points. Even though you may not to go, need to go into a branch every day, there's something about the safety and security knowing that we're here. And I, I will tell you with the new branches we've opened, most notably the, the newest one in Westerly back in February, it's taken off tremendously. We've had strong business growth. 
um, strong uh, membership growth in the lending, even if in this rate environment, we're doing strong lending. So that's a good indicator. And, and we've got our finger on the pulse that, uh, that we're gonna continue to grow. And, and this environment we're in is temporary and we'll make sure that we help our members navigate through it. Yeah, that's a really important statement right there. And, and it's, it's principled in not just a whimsical, optimistic viewpoint. It's, it's about navigating the ups, the downs, the confusing, the new, the terra incognita, if you will, that comes with the financial space writ large. And something that Navigant is, is really known for, I mean, you can see it in terms of you know, you, you think about the, the high school basketball championships and your presence there. There's a lot of visible um, presence in terms of your community support. But there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes as well. Can you talk about some of the recent or upcoming charitable initiatives that you have planned for the year? Yeah, and thank you for it's something I'm like most proud of that we do. I mean, uh, it's 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 part of our mission to make sure we're taking care of the communities. And uh, just to give you some numbers and context, uh, there's roughly 500 organizations that we support. And it's not only monetarily. Uh, I mean, we spend a lot of volunteer hours, uh, and this is across our 400 employees, where we say, you choose the organizations that are near and dear to you. And then obviously the outreach we're doing through the community engagement group, there are opportunities brought to us just from the outside. But through that work, these not-for-profits, these grassroots organizations, uh, this is where, again, I think we really understand what the needs are in the community. You talked about it. You think about us as a bank or financial services. This is about wellness. This is just about overall well-being. So keeping sort of in touch with the communities across Rhode Island allows us to stay connected in a very different way. And, uh, and so that's a piece uh, that we're very proud of. C can it go on a growth chart and have statistics? It's not about that for us. It's about doing the good work and, and having that goodwill, goodwill in the community because it ends up to, for our employees, you know, they feel pretty good about working here because they're allowed to support the things that they enjoy doing. And, uh, and this goes to the high school basketball championships, to the little leagues, to the soup kitchens. And so that's the kind of work that we're truly proud of. And it's the story we love to tell. Yeah, and I love that factoring in of employee engagement. We're in a, a different moment here after COVID. I mean, COVID's not completely over, but you know, speaking in general, COVID, a lot of people rethought their work-life balance. The workforce itself shifted and frankly hasn't recovered in a lot of spaces. And the institutions be it in terms of business, be it in terms of the nonprofit sector, whatever the case may be that have that have flourished in the current environment are the ones that work hand in hand with their employees. And the feedback that I've gotten has been that simply navigants a great place to work because of everything you said right there. And, and it's something we're proud of. And I think part of it, and I, and I, and, and that's, that's a great way to, to, to frame this, this story is this sort of COVID post COVID if you're just gonna stand still and not recognize what's changing around you, you're not gonna stay relevant and, and that employer of choice. And so we were very deliberate around what are the needs? How can we meet them? We adopted a formal telecommute policy, allowing the flexibility to work from home. But you know what's interesting 
if you create the culture and a level of engagement, we have a lot of fun here. Uh, we treat everybody like family. Uh, there's very few that take advantage of it. When they need it and they need to get it, get home to their families or whatnot, that's fine. We've set them up to do so. But I'm really proud to say that 90% of our workforce is here. They like showing up because they like the employee engagement with each other. You know, they have the level of camaraderie um, and, and really strong relationships. So we will uh, always make sure that we keep that front and center. All right, let's talk about financial literacy. That's going to be the focus of most of our interviews on this podcast series moving forward. Why is this such an important topic and why is it important to Navigant Credit Union to be a leader in this space? It's important to us because that's who that's what we represent. That's our brand. When we look at that quasar, you look at the logo, I I, I want it to to translate to a feeling of trust that when I'm going to go to Navigant, no matter what life stage I'm in, I'm gonna be able to get the right advice, trusted advice and guidance. So how we translate that, so you take that, uh, that sort of you know vision, and then you look at the mission, and it's like, I want to improve, we want to improve the financial well-being of families. You cannot embark on that unless you're really truly gonna back it up with teaching people how the, the actual, the actionable steps to do that. And so we're putting resources around it. We have full departments that are community engagement, okay? They're focused on podcasts. They're in every school that we've partnered with. We have, you know, 39 towns and cities. We are going to every single community and we're presenting. We've got classes where we know that legislation has passed where you've got to have this sort of curriculum now. Well, nobody really can figure out what that's supposed to look like. We're not going to wait. We're going right into the schools and we're teaching classes and we're breaking it down to basic sort of budgeting, why it's important, what's a credit card, what's a credit score, talking about mom and dad's story, right, and how you can move from renting and how to become a homeowner. Um, we're taking seminars on the road and, and we're, offering, we're offering it virtually as well. Recognizing to your point post COVID, you've got to have both. So people can just plug in when they need to. So your, your point earlier was a good one. We're trying to do the early intervention. We're really trying to go after the younger demographic because we recognize through the nonprofit and community outreach that, that so many don't have the literacy on, on the math and financial side. They're not understanding what it takes to get the job, hold the job, and meet obligations. So we've taken down and we've broken it into little modules, little sound bites where it's digestible. Um, and, and our CarCast, it's C-A-R, CarCast is our podcast. We're not trying to steal it from you, Bill, but I think what you're doing is tremendous. And we, our community engagement team is asking for specific topics from our own employees and their families. This is teeing up really good questions where we're then uh, producing a podcast where we're saying we're doing a Q&A and we're talking about the basics of how to save for retirement even at a very young age, right? What does it mean to embark on looking for, you know, you've got to get your first car. And we're taking them through these little steps um, on how to be successful. And then it moves to the next stage of life with, with, okay, I'm secure, I can meet my obligations. Well, how do I save for retirement in the future? And, and then our other members uh, who have been through those two stages, Bill, 
are enjoying life and uh, enjoying life's journey. Well, how do I save to, to you know knock off my bucket list? I want to do a Mediterranean cruise. I want to purchase whatever it is. We've got financial planners throughout our branches where they can come in and get advice, and we draft a financial plan. Then we check in with them, and uh, we're proud. And I guess our, our it's aspirational. We believe in order to live our mission of improving the financial well-being, we have to back it up and teach people how to actually go do it. And then hopefully they'll keep us top of mind and help you know partner with us to help them get there and meet those goals. I guess lastly here, let's talk about some of the things that we might talk about on this podcast. Um, what do you think we'll cover? What do you think we'll cover? Yeah, what sort of areas do you think we'll talk about as we um, in this podcast series, what what elements of financial literacy and financial well being do you think are, from your standpoint, are, are important to dig into? Just uh, I know it's kind of off the cuff here, no, but that's anything okay. that comes to mind. I, I honestly, what's top of mind for me because I think it's a real uh, uh, problem for us in Rhode Island is the lack of inventory for housing, um, how expensive rents are. And, um, and, and it's going to impact us. It's impacting us now, and yet there's no action item, right? So I believe what would really add value to your audience and all of us collectively would have segments around what are the options. There's so many resources in Rhode Island, except if you're that particular person who can no longer afford to stay in their home that they're renting, right? or are struggling to find an affordable home, there are partners throughout Rhode Island, including us, that can tee up these free resources on how to get them out of it. And to your point, as we talked about, our goal is to help people navigate. Well, they need to, we need to know who they are. So if you can be doing your end and doing, these, doing a series, I think, on that, and it's probably multiple series, having these partners show up and say, listen, We've got free rent. We can help you for three months to get you back on your feet. Or this this affordable housing that we're building and we're protecting 20 units in each of these areas. Here's a resource. Here's on, you know, on your screen how to call them. I think we really need to do a better job around that because think about where you live. You don't have your basic stability of a home. You don't have anything. And so I think that to me is something that is top of mind. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Kathy, really looking forward to this series. Thanks so much for your time this morning. And onwards and upwards, here we go. Excellent. You're doing amazing work, and thank you again for this opportunity. I enjoyed it. Yeah, my pleasure. Okay. Visit navigancu.org for more info on Navigant and maybe open up an account while you're at it. Exactly. Thank you, Bill.